Welcome to Your Personal Power Pod, a podcast about aligning yourself with the life you want. And here are your hosts, Sandy Abel and Shannon Young. Shannon, another beautiful day in the neighborhood. Hey, Sandy, how are you? I am great. Thank you. I am really, really excited about today's topic. I know I get excited about most of them. Today's is one that is near and dear to my heart. You know, it's interesting. We're talking about self-care today and what it means to take care of yourself. And you made a comment while we were chatting a few minutes ago about how you've somehow always done that. You've always made space for yourself in your life. Yeah. I don't think I ever thought about it that way, but you're right. When I look back on who we were when I was little, you always set a great example about making time for you as well as time for others. And you've always had a very beautiful and challenging to accomplish balance (laughs) about your life. Oh, well, how nice. That's lovely of you to say. That I don't think I've seen anywhere else. Oh, Well, I just realized that because I'm an introvert, I need a lot of alone time. Yeah. And when you and your brother were young, obviously I spent most of my time with you guys, which was wonderful. Draining. Along about midday, I would get tired. So what I did was sit with you guys while you had lunch and we chat and we'd have a nice time. And then you would both go to your rooms for an hour and have quiet Mm -hmm. time. And that was mommy quiet time too. So I could have my lunch and read a book and just relax for a little bit, rest my brain. And then after an hour, we'd all be rejuvenated and get together and go do more stuff. But that hour in the middle of the day was good for all of us. I remember you saying, you don't have to nap. You don't have to be in bed. You just have to be in your room and you have to be quiet. Yeah, playing quietly, doing whatever. And I, at the time, never thought about it being so that you could continue to be a good parent and a healthy, happy individual. (laughs) But I remember feeling like it was generous of you because so many kids were put down for nap time and had to nap. And I thought, well, we don't have to nap. We just have to be in our room and we can play. And I felt very (laughs) blessed because of that. But really, you were just saying, I have boundaries. And one of them is in order to keep being a good parent and a happy individual, I need some time. How fun. I'm so pleased you remember that because you were little, little people. Yeah. How fun. The goal was to take care of both of you, give you some space, and me. Mm Mm-hmm. Today, what we're talking about is self-care. I'm always saying, be gentle with yourself on our podcast, because I say that in life a lot. You do. So I figured we should probably define that so people know what the heck I'm talking about when I say, be gentle with yourself. Like you said, it's called self-care, and it means paying attention to your emotional, mental, and physical needs, Mm -hmm. and making sure that what you value is also valued and appreciated by others and by you and that you make time and space for those things. Yes. And it's so important to do this because if you don't, life is a struggle. Yeah. And if you do, positive self-care will help make your life happy and healthy. It's very cool. It's sometimes hard to explain, but really, if you look at the allowances you give other people and the generosity you give other people, and then just ask yourself, are you giving those same things to yourself? I think a lot of us would say, of course not. Then you say, why? Right. (laughs) 
Why is it, of course not? Aren't you as important as everybody else? A lot of people would say no. Yeah. So let's look at what positive self-care looks like. Let's. It means that you know and value yourself and your wants and needs, both emotional, physical, and mental. You give yourself permission to be who you are. You treat yourself with as much respect as you treat others with. You let go of the need to always be perfect. You're clear on what you want and what makes you happy. Like I knew being an introvert, I need space. I need quiet. I need my time. Mm Mm-hmm. Extroverts may need just the opposite, might need to be with other people and interacting and all that. So just know yourself and then put these things into your priority list every day Mm -hmm. and make the time to do them. It's like I can go all day and not see anybody and be quite fine. But my husband, on the other hand, is an extrovert and he needs to meet people for coffee and he needs to have business meetings and he needs to go to lunch with folks because that re-energizes him. Mm -hmm. And the good thing is we both know what works for us and have built that into our day. It means you've claimed your personal power and don't allow others to run your life. You find the fun and joy in your life. And that's what self-care is all about. So why is that so hard for so many of us? Uh, There are things that get in the way. Uh, One of the huge ones is what you just said. We all think other people are more important than we are. And that may come from old childhood shoulds when we were taught to sit down, be quiet, don't interrupt, which are all positive, polite things in certain circumstances. But a small child can interpret that to mean your needs are not important. Don't bother me. You're a pain in the neck. That can impact your self-esteem so you don't value yourself and also impact your ability to value what you want because yeah. other people might not be valuing what you want. Mm-hmm. Other people and their needs and expectations and demands when you're small are always more important. And unless you're fortunate enough to have a very wise parent who lets you know that you also are a priority and your needs are important, you just learn that everybody else is allowed to have more time and focus and energy. And it's your job if you want the love and attention from those folks to give that to them. Mm -hmm. And if you demand your time, sometimes you're called selfish or inconsiderate, all those things where in reality, you're just saying, wait a minute, I'm here too. I'd like some attention or time or space too. Mm -hmm. So it's the shoulds, old responsibilities and commitments and old shoulds get in the way. And you don't believe you have the right to be good to yourself. And that develops into the inability to ask for help about anything or to delegate chores or whatever, because people might get angry. Mm -hmm. So if you look at your childhood, look at where you came from and how often were your needs prioritized as compared to those of others, you will start to see that you were not taught that what you want is valued. And you may not even know what you want because you were not encouraged to explore that. So as an adult, it's your turn to start exploring that. I was talking with a friend of mine the other day who is dating again for the first time after a lengthy marriage, and she is struggling to figure out how to do it. I mean, dating's never easy. <laughs> She's not placing the emphasis so much on what do I need to feel loved and respected and 
happy and healthy and taken care of. I finally just told her, look, you need to treat yourself the way you want somebody to treat you. Oh, absolutely. Oh my goodness. Yes. It feels uncomfortable maybe to put yourself first and take care of you and essentially follow that old advice to act like you're dating yourself. I'm like, what do you want somebody to do for you? Do you want flowers? Do you want somebody to run you a bubble bath? Do you want somebody to feed you well? (laughs) Like do those things for you. And that is huge. And it feels really uncomfortable at first or it can, but it really doesn't take long before you start to feel cherished, even if it's just coming from yourself. Oh, beautiful. That is the only way to recognize it in somebody else is if you start doing it first and start sending yourself those messages that you want to hear from someone else. You are so right. It's all about self-respect. Yes. Self-respect turns into self-care. Yes. And nurturing yourself. Remember the little inner child. If you see yourself as that little four-year-old, three-year-old, whatever age your inner child is, you would take care of that little person. Mm-hmm. You would be gentle with him or her. You would run the bath. You would do all those nice things. That's the part of you that you need to take care of. Mm-hmm. Each of us needs to do that. She's so fortunate that she has you in her life to share this wisdom. I think she's tired of hearing it, honestly. <laughs> well, she needs to do it. She's going to hear it till she does it. So, <laughs> Yeah, and if you're waiting for somebody else in your life to treat you like you deserve to be treated, yeah. you may never get it. Yeah. So why would you wait? Treat yourself the way you deserve to be treated. Wayne Dyer said, if you don't love yourself, nobody will. Not only that, you won't be good at loving anyone else. Loving starts with the self. You have to value yourself first. Always. Like they say on the airplanes, put the mask on yourself first because you're no good to anybody else if you don't do that. Mm -hmm. And that goes for self-care in all areas. Mm -hmm. Take care of yourself. And that's really hard for a lot of people. That's what M. Scott Peck said. He said, until you value yourself, you won't value your time. And until you value your time, you will not do anything with it. Yeah. And that is true. And you'll sit around waiting for other people to do it for you, but you haven't set the example. Right. You have to be the role model and show people how you expect to be treated. So how do we start those practices? We start by stopping, taking a deep breath, being still and refocusing, and look at what's going on. Look at what's going on. What does that mean? Whatever the situation is. If you're in a situation that isn't feeling right or isn't meeting your needs in some way, pay attention to that, identify it, figure out what it is that would meet your need, and then do what needs to happen to meet that need. It may mean walking away. It may mean speaking up. It may mean doing something else. The first step is to pay attention to what you're feeling and what your need is at the time. Yes. And remember that if you're no good to yourself, you're no good to anybody else. Ask yourself what you need and want from your life. What's it about? How do you want your days to unfold? And then find ways to put those things into your day. These days, I have lots of alone time. (laughs) I don't have to have an hour after lunch. I love to walk and getting out in the neighborhood or nature. I try to do every day because that's how I nurture myself. That's my time, just like the hour after lunch used to be. So what works for you, Shan? 
What do you like that meets that need? These days, I get a lot out of sitting and staring. Yeah. I spend all day long in a very detail-oriented, customer service-oriented position, and I am an introvert like you are. And when I come home, I'm done. And so it's really helpful for me to just sit and not communicate with anybody and appreciate (laughs) things like the wind through the trees and the smell of the flowers, just feeling the air. Those things that bring me back to center are really important. And it may look like I'm doing absolutely nothing. And I may look cracked out of my head because I'm just (laughs) staring at nothing, but I'm actually putting myself back together at the end of the day. Oh, that's beautiful. It's so cool you know that. My analogy is it's like a battery. Batteries spend their life making things go and doing stuff. Occasionally, it needs to stop and sit and recharge. And if you don't recharge it, eventually it'll stop making things go and we'll just burn out. Mm -hmm. So you're just recharging like the battery is. And that's perfect that you know to do that. That's self-care. Yeah. And it came about simply because I couldn't function, especially if you've got a spouse or kids or pets or multiple jobs and you start to feel like you're getting to the end of your rope and there's no room left to tie a knot and hang on like you're just sliding (laughs) off. You can either keep going that direction and have a breakdown or get sick because Mm -hmm. your body will take care of itself. Yes. And it could be really detrimental to the rest of your life if you wind up getting really sick. And you need to be able to continue doing what you're doing, or you need to be able to to stop and think about it and make changes in the way your life is going. Yeah, Finding a way to not fry is really important. And I think a lot of us are kind of at that place. The past couple of years have been really stressful. Even if you weren't affected by COVID directly, just the state of the world was so heavy that I yes. think a lot of us are just done. I mean, we're at the end. We don't have any capacity left. There's no bandwidth. It just doesn't feel like the world gives us time to breathe. So you have to take it. Right. And first of all, you have to identify that you need it. A lot of people are not in touch with themselves enough to be aware that their body is exhausted or their brain is fuzzy. They just push on and on and on because long ago they were taught to do that. Mm -hmm. And self-care is about saying, wait a minute, this is not working for me right now. Mm-hmm. And maybe it never worked for me. I just did it because I was told to do it. Or that's all I knew. Yeah. Or maybe it used to work. But right now, this is not working. It does not feel right. And if I keep pushing, I'm going to get sick mm-hmm. or I'm going to freak out and yell at everybody in the room or I'm going to self-destruct in other ways like using alcohol or drugs or eating too much. And it's a whole lot better and smarter to just say to yourself, okay, what is working What is not working? What am I feeling? What do I need? And then once you identify what you need, change things to make it so you can put that into your life. Mm -hmm. It may mean delegating chores. It may mean changing a job. It may mean letting go of something or somebody. It's all kinds of things that could be big. Yeah. But if they're not working for you, they're going to make you sick or make you freak out. And you're not taking care of yourself emotionally, mentally, and physically. And you can only self-destruct for so long and then it just explodes. And if you have people in your life who support you in burning out and 
continuing with bad habits and not taking care of yourself, that is a thing Mm -hmm. to look at. And I know it's overwhelming to look at all of that stuff at once. You're thinking, how am I supposed to start taking time for myself and changing up my life? And oh, I have to change out my friend group and all that. No, it doesn't all have to happen today, but they're just things to start being aware of that if you've got people in your world who are supporting you in unhealthy behaviors, perhaps you need to spend less time with those people. Absolutely. They become toxic. That relationship is harming you. And it may be friends. It may be family members. If it's a spouse, that's a whole different thing. You might need to look at that whole relationship. If it's a sibling or a cousin or something like that, you can just distance yourself from that. I think there's a middle ground there too. Before you just say, oh, you're not good for me, you can just tell the person, hey, here's a thing that I'm needing to do in my life. And it's entirely possible that person might go, oh, I didn't know. I totally support that. Oh, yeah. But if they don't, then there's some other introspective work that has to go on with you. Right. And then you make a plan on how you're going to shift. And it may be the end of a relationship or it may just be some distance or it may be the other person decides to change mm-hmm. you know or or work with your changes and you're absolutely right that having a conversation is the first step if it's involving somebody else but if it's something you're doing to yourself if it's your old shoulds you need to have a conversation with yourself yes to get that figured out that internal dialogue is so important it is absolutely that kind of runs our lives as our internal dialogue So you pay attention to intentional acts of breathing. Notice what you eat. Make sure you're eating relatively healthy and that you're getting enough sleep and exercise. That's a good thing to do to develop self-care. Really pay attention to your shoulds and let go of the ones that no longer apply. Be willing to reprioritize, like we said, so that your needs are as important as other people's needs. And just remember that good self-care every day is necessary for your mental, emotional, and physical well-being. And I would challenge you, if all of this seems really overwhelming or really foreign, and you're still struggling with, well, I don't know if I deserve the time, the energy, the additional gifts or treats or whatever, give yourself permission to do it for a week Yes, and just take note of how you feel. Write it down. This is a new thing I'm trying today. This is how I feel about it. Make it an experiment. And I would bet you that at the end of the week, you're more energized, you feel happier, and your perspective about a lot of things might have changed without your even knowing. Very wise. It's important for everybody to know this is you with you. Yeah. This is you getting clear with who you are, with who your inner child is, and with how to take care of you, the adult, and your inner child. And then you look around, find ways that work for you, like I do alone time. Shannon sits and stares, and I do walks. (laughs) And then see if the people around you support that or get upset with that. And then you have some decisions to make Mm -hmm. on how you want to proceed. But the bottom line is valuing yourself as much as other people. It doesn't mean you're better than they are. It's not about arrogance or narcissism or I'm really special. We're all special. It's saying that I am equal. My needs are equal to those of others. And somebody needs to prioritize those. And it's supposed to be me. Yeah. If you're making time for other people to take care of themselves, give yourself the same courtesy. Absolutely. You can do this. 
It's so important and it will change your life. Absolutely. Wrap it up. Okay. When you were a child, you might have been taught that the needs and wants of others were more important than yours. If you took care of others, you received love and praise. And if you took care of yourself, you were told you were selfish and might have gotten in trouble. As a result, you didn't learn to prioritize your mental, emotional, or physical health and well-being. You learned to take care of others instead. Now that you're an adult, you have the right to make sure you take care of yourself as well as others. Your good mental, physical, and emotional health are dependent on how you take care of yourself. You can begin your self-care by getting in touch with your personal power and reminding yourself that you're as valuable as the other people in your life. Then get clear on what makes you happy and make time for that and claim your personal power, love yourself, and enjoy your life. Thank you, Sandy, for setting such a good example. Well, thank you. I didn't realize I was, but I realized if I was going to survive and get through my days, it's what I had to do. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that it worked for you and your brother. That's very cool. Thank you so much. This was a great episode. Yes, it was. We want to hear from you, whether it's your stories about how self-esteem and personal power affect your life, or if there are topics you'd like us to address in future episodes, please let us know. We would also love for you to review our podcast. You can do so wherever you stream, or if you'd rather just tell us directly, you can contact us through yourpersonalpowerpod.com. Click contact and drop us an email. We are excited to tell you that we are now on Instagram. You can find us at Your Personal Power Pod. And if you want to learn how coaching can change your life, reach out to Sandy at Sandy at InsideJobsCoach.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, find your power and change your life.